Let us begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bruce Stilled. I'm your host, E.G. Montiel. In this edition of Bruce Stilled, I'm recapping Hawkeye Episode 4 from Disney+. Plus. And just like the last three episodes in the series so far, it was by far an amazing episode. We're now at the halfway point in the series right now. And a lot went on in this episode. A lot of good storyline, good drama, good revelations. There's also a lot of clues of where the series is going in the final two episodes. So here we go with Hawkeye Episode 4 recap, and we'll be drink pairing afterwards. We ended up last week in Episode 3, where in the end, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop went to Kate's mother's apartment to get some clues of what's going on at Tracksuit Mafia. Only for Hawkeye to have a very not so positive first meeting with Jack, who held the Ronin sword right up to Hawkeye's neck. So we end up with episode four starting that out. Kate immediately intervenes, and that's when Kate's mother comes in right in the room and wonders why there's an adventure in her apartment dining room. And we then get a pretty interesting slash awkward meeting in where Kate and Hawkeye have to explain to Eleanor and Jack what's going on here in terms of why they're in her mother's apartment. It's clear that Eleanor is not okay with Kate and Hawkeye working together and what she calls an Avengers level threat, which Hawkeye dismisses, saying he doesn't doesn't believe this is an Avengers level threat, but he also doesn't really say what they're working on together, and he's also reluctant to say that him and Kate are friends and also partners in this crusade they're currently on. And Eleanor is also suspicious in terms of why Kate logged into her computer looking up information, so the meeting is very much short-lived. Not much really happens out of the meeting, not too many revelations, except for the fact that Eleanor makes it clear that she doesn't want Hawkeye around her daughter Kate. Now when Eleanor walks Hawkeye out of her apartment, we do see a set of swords at the side of the door to the left side, hinting that something else might be coming. It makes you wonder if Eleanor and Jack are in cahoots on something much bigger that Kate and Hawkeye do not know about just yet. But she also does seem to get inside Hawkeye's head. You know, Eleanor is very familiar with the Avengers, obviously. She knew that Hawkeye and Black Widow worked together as a team, and she's also well aware of the death of Black Widow and what that meant to Hawkeye in terms of the impact it had on him. So I believe that Eleanor is doing that on purpose. I believe that she was reminding Hawkeye about Black Widow in order to get inside his head, in order to get inside his head psychologically, in order to have an impact on him in a very negative way. I do believe there's an antagonistic side here going on to Eleanor because once Hawkeye leaves the apartment, Eleanor does take a mysterious phone call to someone we don't know who she was talking to, but Eleanor does have a secret. We did see this in episode one, so Eleanor is a communication with somebody. We don't know who it is yet, but I do believe that Eleanor is hiding something very bad. We don't know who she was talking to in that phone. It could have been anybody. It could have been Valentina. It could have been Yelena. It could also have been Sharon Carter, because remember, Sharon Carter is up to something very bad here, as you saw at the very end credit scene of Falcon and a Winter Soldier after Bucky and Sam completed their quest. We got the revelation and Sharon Carter's up to something and it's not very good. So maybe it was Sharon Carter that Eleanor is talking to because remember, all these shows are connected. So there's something going on here with Eleanor, Kate's mother. Kate obviously doesn't know about it. She has her suspicions on Jack. And we also get a scene where after Hawkeye leaves in where Jack is able to charm obviously Eleanor, but also Kate, which you never expected through his dancing skills. But also Kate doesn't trust Jack at the same time. Kate then gets a reminder that Hawkeye's all alone for the holidays. So she leaves a link back up with Hawkeye, bringing pizza and also Christmas supplies. It's very good bonding moment between Hawkeye and Kate Bishop in his apartment here. They're learning more about one another. You know, Kate Bishop, she tells Hawkeye that he needs to open up because remember earlier in the episode, Jack accidentally called Hawkeye Archer. And that was pretty much a comedic scene. He didn't know Hawkeye's first name is Hawkeye. Instead of calling him Archer, Kate reminded Hawkeye that it's a branding issue. She's all about this branding right now and about how his brand is affecting Hawkeye because no one really knows who Hawkeye really is. He doesn't really open up. So Kate is very much able to get Hawkeye to open up. She's the opposite 
opposite of Hawkeye. She's more extroverted, while Hawkeye's more introverted and also quiet and reserved and very secretive. But he also has no problem explaining himself to Kate and also training her. We do see that in this apartment scene, also with the dog as well, the one-eyed dog, who we know from the comics as Pizza Dog, or also Lucky. And it does bring some much-needed joy to Hawkeye because earlier before that, he had to call his wife telling her that he's going to need more time to complete what he's doing and also to make sure that Kate is safe from what is going on, which is something the Hawkeye's wife completely understands, but she's also not happy with, especially his kids. We see the facial expressions on his kids, knowing that Hawkeye's on the phone with their mother right now, and they're also not happy with the idea that he's not going to come back as soon as they're hoping because they know he's out doing something, but also his kids are not clearly happy with him right now. We can see that in their face in this episode, but it's also a revelation in this phone call in where Hawkeye's wife is asking about items destroyed in the Avengers compound, which then brings up the idea of a watch, a Rolex watch the Hawkeye thought was destroyed years ago, but now Hawkeye's wife isn't so sure because she also reminds him that his Ronin costume also wasn't destroyed. So the Ronin costume wasn't destroyed, it's fair to say the watch, this mysterious Rolex watch, is still out there. It's also a watch of significant importance. Hawkeye then asks his wife to look into it. She obviously has the skills like he does in terms of being a spy. So this tells us that this mysterious Rolex watch is definitely a very important item, and we'll get to more to the watch later here in the episode. And we're going back to that apartment scene between Hawkeye and Kate Bishop over that Christmas bonding scene they're having. And that's when you see more about the impact that Black Widow had on Hawkeye and also Black Widow's legacy in the MCU and also in the Hawkeye series. We see Hawkeye open up more to Kate and he talks more about his connection with Black Widow and the impact that she had on him. Hawkeye refers to Black Widow as the best or ever was. And we know that in his face, we see in his face that Hawkeye is still broken up about the death of Black Widow. He feels guilt over that because Hawkeye feels it should have been him who died in Vormir and not Black Widow, even though Black Widow sacrificed himself in order for Hawkeye to live. You know, something that Hawkeye just can't get over, he's still broken up about it. It has to be probably like survivor's skill, but Hawkeye clearly is still weighing on the legacy of Black Widow, and he opens up to Kate about this. It's almost like the Hawkeye feels that he's not really a hero, that he doesn't feel like a true Avenger, and that's something you saw throughout the whole MCU Infinity Saga. The Hawkeye is kind of like the black sheep of the Avengers. He really wasn't seen much in the movies, although he did have some very much impactful moments. He definitely played a big role in the MCU, but he also wasn't the Avenger that was profiled the most, and is also the only Avenger to not have their own movie of the original six. So we do see elements of that in this scene, the impact that Black Widow had on Hawkeye and how he feels inferior to her, but also Kate tries to encourage him in the end that Hawkeye does mean a lot to her, because you saw early in the episode where Eleanor's telling Jack that Kate was always obsessed with Hawkeye since the Battle of New York. So Hawkeye clearly had an impact on somebody, and that somebody is Kate, because Kate wants to be just like Hawkeye, and now she's learning from Hawkeye. We see more in the scene where Hawkeye's learning more about Kate. Hawkeye knows that Kate does have the ability to be a hero. He tells her she has good instincts because she also was able to convince him that Jack is a bad guy. Hawkeye's able to see that Jack is indeed a bad person, and he also compliments Kate for being able to spot that. We also see the movie It's a Wonderful Life playing on TV screen, and that scene in the movie also does impact Hawkeye. You know, in the, in the movie, we see the main character being reunited with his family. Hawkeye sees that, and also reminds him that he's away from his family in the holidays, but he has to for a major reason, and that major reason is helping Kate find out what's going on with this criminal conspiracy. And we all see Hawkeye open up to Kate that he was indeed Ronan. This is something Kate is able to get out of Hawkeye. Hawkeye is guilty about what he did as Ronan, all the work that he did, even though Kate tries to convince him otherwise. But it also appears that while Kate is trying to convince Hawkeye that he did nothing wrong by being Ronan, that he was doing good things, Hawkeye doesn't see it that way. The Hawkeye is working for some very bad people, and it appears that Hawkeye was working for somebody to take down a tracksuit mafia during the events of the blip. Kate also does ask Hawkeye if he lost his family during the blip. Hawkeye says yes, just like half the world did. So clearly Hawkeye has a lot of demons in his past. There's a lot that he's working through. He's a haunted man. He's a hero, but he's also a very haunted man. And this is something that's been common with the Avengers. The Avengers were all superheroes. They're out there saving the world, but they have a lot of dark backstories. And we're starting to see more of Hawkeye's here, because Hawkeye did suffer a lot throughout the 
whole MCU, just like other Avengers did. But we never really saw the negative impact that the events of the Affinity Saga had on Hawkeye, and now it's all starting to come back in the scene here between Kate and Hawkeye in this apartment. Now, while I don't see any self-doubt in Hawkeye, Hawkeye does feel down on himself, and Kate is trying to get him out of that because Kate believes in Hawkeye, but does Hawkeye believe in himself? That's a question I see in this episode, and that is, is Hawkeye doubting himself while Kate is trying to get him not to? Now, so Hawkeye goes asleep in this scene, he gets a flashback about his days as Ronin, but we also get a good scene, a very effective one that was well placed in this scene from Avengers Endgame, where it shows briefly Black Widow telling Hawkeye it's okay. And I believe that was there for a reason. It's almost as if Black Widow's coming back as a ghost to Hawkeye in a dream to tell him that everything is okay and that he doesn't have to feel guilty for what happened on Vormir. Now the next day, Hawkeye does send Kate over to go talk to the LARPers from the earlier episode in order to get his tricked arrows back from the NYPD facility they're currently being held at, while Hawkeye does go talk to Kazi from the Tracksuit Mafia in order to warn him to tell Maya, who's also Echo, to not go further with what she's trying to do to find who Ronan is, because in the end, it only caused damage for Maya, aka Echo, and also for Kazi. And while doing this, Hawkeye makes it clear that there's a mutual connection between himself and Kazi, so this tells me that Hawkeye also has other secrets that he hasn't even told Kate yet, The Hawkeye is part of a much bigger circle here, that he has a mutual connection with Kazi, and he doesn't want Kazi to get dig deeper, and he also wants Kazi to tell Echo, aka Maya, to stop doing what she's doing in her quest for Ronin. And he obviously doesn't tell Kazi that he's Ronin. So Hawkeye, he clearly has a lot of secrets here. There's more about Hawkeye that we don't know yet more than meets the eye and we saw that in this scene which is really well played out now hawkeye finally gets his arrows back with help from the larpers now at the end of the episode he's staking out an apartment because he found out from his wife where the watch is located so indeed this rolex watch of high significance is still out in the world and hawkeye tells kate this watch belongs to someone high importance someone like avengers related now we don't know who this watch belongs to just yet but whoever it is is in hiding and his watch belongs to that person hawkeye needs to get this watch back but who does this watch belong to i'll get to my theories on that here in a few minutes because in the end it's very important in this series now kate goes into the apartment to get the watch she finds the watch but also finds that someone's been keeping notes on hawkeye and his family that's when she's confronted by maya after sensing a trap in the end she radios to hawkeye that maya is attacking her hawkeye says the same thing so hawkeye has his own problems on his hands now hawkeye is fighting someone on the rooftop we don't know who it is just yet but we're gonna find out here in a few minutes i'll tell you who that is and it was a major revelation that i knew was coming in this series with the assistance of hawkeye kate's able to get on back into the rooftop also with unwilling assistance from the unknown assailant who hawkeye's fighting against in the end maya comes on the rooftop but the unknown assailant that hawkeye's fighting with and maya they don't seem to share a connection or kind of have their own ambitions and reasons for being out there in the end kate is able to drive off maya by shooting her with an arrow so maya escapes she leaves the scene and hawkeye pulls off the mask of the unknown assailant and it indeed is yelena so yes yelena has made her first appearance in hawkeye the series here in episode four it was clear yelena was eventually going to appear in a series how we did not know yet but she made her first appearance in this scene the hawkeye does not know who yelena is he doesn't recognize her all she knows is that she's a black widow assassin and the hawkeye tells kate in the end that things are really getting real here that this situation has even gotten more serious now and there was also that moment where kate almost fell off the building which was a reminder of that moment on Vormir when black widow died the way she died when she fell off when hawkeye's holding her hand it was just like that scene in this moment here where kate's hanging by a rope at the edge of the building hawkeye it just brings back memories to hawkeye about how the way Black Widow died. So Hawkeye finds out that Kate could fall down and some lights, keeping her safe. That's what he does. But this scene here does remind Hawkeye of the moment when he lost Black Widow on Vormir. It's not something he wants to relive again because earlier in the series, in this episode, Hawkeye was telling Kate about the sacrifice that comes from being a hero. And this is the moment where he sees that he doesn't want to lose Kate. So he finds a way to save her, goes back to fighting Yelena. Now Kate comes back onto the 
rooftop. She doesn't listen to Hawkeye, but in the end, Kate comes back to the rooftop, which in the end is a good thing. She aims her arrow at Yelena. Yelena looks right at Kate, shakes her head because Yelena knows that Kate is not going to kill Yelena. There's something about Kate that lacks a killer instinct in this moment, where Kate wants to be a hero, but she can't bring herself to kill someone, and she makes that known in this moment. It's a very critical moment where Kate and Yelena are facing off with one another. Yelena remains silent through the whole scene. We don't hear Yelena speak at all, but she's there for serious business. She is there to kill Hawkeye because she believes that Hawkeye killed Black Widow, which we all know is not the case. This is all lies being fueled by Valentina to Yelena. In the end, Yelena leaves. She goes back and leaves the scene to fight another day, but it also is a major revealing scene for Kate Bishop where she can't bring herself to kill Yelena even though she had the opportunity to do so, and that is something Yelena is able to see. It's indeed a very intense moment in the episode with the way Yelena looked right at Kate with the intensity in her face and also the silence. It was very much a very revealing moment. You know, in Yelena, when she was in Black Widow, she had the same intense personality, but it's also more upbeat and also more entertaining in that movie. But here we see her in Hawkeye in a very different mindset and also this very new form of intensity right in her face and also in his fight scene we just got done seeing in episode four of Hawkeye and also very much a revealing moment for Kate as well. Hawkeye then knows what's really going on here. He knows that Yelena is a Black Widow assassin, but he also does not know that Yelena is also Black Widow's sister. He then tells Kate that he can no longer work with her, that she needs to go home. Kate wants to reject this. She doesn't want to leave Hawkeye behind, but Hawkeye tells Kate he can no longer work with her, that they are not a team. Kate eventually leaves, leaving Hawkeye all by himself, but we all know they're going to get back together. Kate's going to come back. Hawkeye and her are going to team up again. This is like more of, a, more of a rough patch moment in their relationship and their partnership as teammates, and also they will get back together in the next episode, working together again. But you know, Hawkeye, though, he wants to make sure that Kate is safe. He doesn't want to lose Kate the same way he lost Romanov, aka Black Widow, in Avengers Endgame. So Hawkeye does have Kate's best interest at heart, but Kate sees it differently. And that leaves the episode in a cliffhanger moment. We'll have to see how things go between Hawkeye and Kate in the next week's episode. They will get back together. I just don't know how they're going to do that yet. I do believe it's going to be more Kate initiating that. But Kate is the foundation of this series in terms of Hawkeye becoming more coming out of his shell, but it's also all about Hawkeye at the same time. But over a really good episode, a lot of good revealing moments, a lot of secrets revealed in this episode that we don't know what the, really the mystery is behind these secrets, such as the watch and also who is Eleanor Kate's mother on the phone with that also remains to be seen and there's also just how powerful is Jack with the tracksuit mafia and also there's Hawkeye's wife there was a moment where Hawkeye's wife is bringing up the topic of the watch why is Hawkeye's wife interested in this watch that was at the auction also salvaged at the Avengers compound there's definitely a lot more going on with Hawkeye's wife maybe she once worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. maybe she was once a former Black Widow but then again it's not possible though because if Hawkeye's wife is a Black Widow she would not be able to have children given part of that program they're all once in as former Black Widow or maybe the adopted her kids. There's a lot going on here with Hawkeye's wife. She's more like a calm, collected person, but she also had a very close relationship with Black Widow at the same time, which really did raise a lot of curiosity throughout the whole Infinity War saga when we saw Hawkeye's wife and how she interacted with Black Widow. But she knows about this watch. She even kept the watch. She was even trying to keep the watch more in secret when her kids are around by speaking to Hawkeye in German because she doesn't want her kids to know about this watch. So there's something about this watch that was at the auction that Hawkeye needs to get a hold of. Many believe it could be the Avengers watch. Maybe this watch holds some power with the former Avengers Tower that Tony Stark sold, because we do know the Avengers Tower is under new owner right now. 
But Hawkeye, also made as known as Watch, does have an owner, and his owner cannot have their identity revealed, which is Watch has a power to do. So who owns this watch? Well, here are my theories on this. Now, the owner of this watch is obviously someone who's very close to Hawkeye and also maintains contact with Hawkeye. Hawkeye also said this is someone who's been out of the game for a while. So it really can't be a former Avenger, although I thought it might have been a former Avenger. Some believe it could be Iron Man himself, even though he died during Avengers Endgame. But she also passed away in Endgame as well. So I'm thinking maybe it's Nick Fury. Now, Nick Fury is coming back eventually to the MCU with the show Secret Invasion, which will be on Disney Plus sometime next year. So maybe it's Nick Fury who's owner of his watch. I keep thinking Nick Fury, and we could also see Nick Fury in next week's episode who may be the owner of his watch. Another theory I have, and it's a pretty wild one too, maybe it's Spider-Man. Although Spider-Man is pretty much active in the MCU right now, but episode 5 will be coming out next week just in time for a premiere of Spider-Man. Also, and this could be wishful thinking on my part because there's some unfinished business between Hawkeye and his other character about to mention, I keep thinking what if the owner of his watch is Wanda Maximoff who has a very close relationship with Hawkeye. Now Wanda could be somebody who's been out of the game for a while and I still do believe that Hawkeye and Wanda need to get back together in terms of teaming up. You know, they do have a very close relationship. Hawkeye is responsible for helping Wanda get into the Avengers by being her mentor during Age of Ultron. So maybe Wanda is the owner of this watch. Maybe we can see Wanda and Hawkeye all along starting next week in episode 5 because here's the way I see it. Hawkeye, he wasn't there for Wanda during WandaVision. So Hawkeye, I do believe, owes something to Wanda. So I do believe there's some unfinished business between Hawkeye and Wanda. I do believe they should have a reunion of some kind because if they don't have a reunion, it really doesn't seem to make sense in the MCU. So maybe this watch belongs to Wanda. So that's one of my theories on this. I believe this watch might belong to Nick Fury, but also believe this watch could belong to Wanda. So one of my theories does have Wanda Maximoff being the owner of this watch and Hawkeye is protecting her to keep her safe from unknown harmful forces. Or maybe it could be Hawkeye's wife all along being the owner of this watch. We'll find out soon enough, but my main leaning candidates right now are Nick Fury, Wanda Maximoff, and Hawkeye's wife as being the owners of his watch. Now one thing to also stood out in this episode was there's a coffee mug in the apartment that Hawkeye and Kate were hiding out in. It said Thanos is right. This is also referenced in the first episode where Hawkeye saw Thanos is right written in the bathroom. But now we see a mug here, a coffee mug that Hawkeye is drinking out of. Now he didn't notice it, but the mug said Thanos was right. Which makes me wonder on two things, such as who owns his apartment that Kate and Hawkeye are hiding out in. Kate says a relative of hers, but is this person that Kate is related to someone who's pro Thanos? And also, is this phrase Thanos is right going to mean something in Hawkeye the series? Is there a particular reason we keep seeing this phrase over and over again in the series, although we only saw it twice, actually? But we saw it more than once in this episode on the mug, but also once in episode one. So is this phrase Thanos is right? Does it mean something? Will it come back later in the series? That's something I'm wondering about as well, just like with this watch. Now, we'll obviously know who the watch's owner is eventually, which I can't wait to see who that is, because it has been reported that Episode 5 is going to have a major guest star, which is going to blow up the internet. So Episode 5 is going to have a major guest star, but do believe it's going to be Kingpin, but I do believe that someone else is going to be coming along in this series, and that's going to be the owner of the watch. I do keep thinking it's Nick Fury, Wanda Maximoff, or Hawkeye's wife. Those are leading candidates right now for the owner of this watch, but Episode 5 is going to be a very significant episode in the Hawkeye series. I cannot wait to see Episode 5 and what these surprises are going to be. And also, when will we see Yelena again? And also, how will Hawkeye get Yelena to understand that he did not kill Black Widow? Now, here's another theory I have. Here's how I think this can go down. Maybe, just maybe, the guest star who's going to blow up Episode 5 might be the ghost of Natasha Romanoff, aka Black Widow. Maybe the spirit of Natasha Romanoff is going to come and appear to Yelena and confirm to Yelena the Hawkeye did not kill her. The Hawkeye had nothing to do with her death on Vormir. Because right now, I can't see any other way the Hawkeye is going to convince Yelena they had nothing to do with Black Widow's death. Because right now, Yelena's out for blood. She wants to kill Hawkeye in what she sees as retaliation for her sister's death, even though Hawkeye had nothing to do with that.
that. And also, would we continue to see more of the legacy of Black Widow and Hawkeye? I believe we will, because right now her legacy right now is Wayne and Hawkeye. We saw a lot of that in this episode, pretty much when he was in that scene where he's having flashbacks in the scene when he was sleeping in Kate's apartment, or her relative's apartment, actually, about him as his time as Ronin, and also when Black Widow died, and her telling him that's okay. So I do believe we're going to see continue more of the legacy of Black Widow in this series, but maybe she could also be the guest star next week. I believe that maybe she can come back as a ghost and confirm to Yelena the Hawkeye had nothing to do with her death. Now that there's a wild theory that's most likely not going to happen, but it's also a theory just worth throwing out there just in case. And who is Eleanor speaking to on the phone? And also is Kate's mother Eleanor going to be a villain in the end? That is a strong possibility because right now it could be that Jack and Eleanor teaming up for something much bigger. Maybe Eleanor, Kate's mother, is a villain in the end. That would be very wild if that is the case. We just don't know what it is yet, but it doesn't sound very good at the same time. So maybe Eleanor is going to be another villain in the series because right now Kate and Hawkeye are caught up in this massive criminal conspiracy that has a lot of players that may even include Sharon Carter, the power broker, but Hawkeye and Kate are no doubt involved in a major criminal conspiracy that does involve Avengers items, particularly just watch, and I can't wait to see how to get out of it and how to resolve it. So that there's my recap of a recent episode of Hawkeye, episode 4 from Disney+. Plus. We have two episodes left and episode 5 coming next week, and one who that special guest star is going to be this day is going to blow up the internet. I do believe we're going to see more than one. I do think it's going to be the kingpin, but I do believe we're going to see someone else that's going to be even more significant in terms of blowing up the internet. And it's going to come down to that watch, that mysterious watch. So I'm thinking it's going to be Nick Fury as a possible suspect as the owner of the watch. It could even belong to Black Widow, even though she's no longer alive, Spider-Man, or maybe just maybe Wanda Maximoff. If it were me, I would love to see it be Wanda Maximoff or Nick Fury, but I definitely want to see Wanda Maximoff get reunited with Hawkeye sometime in the MCU. I don't know when or where that may not happen, but I really think it should happen because I think those two need some kind of closure, Wanda and Hawkeye. They need something to happen between the two of them in terms of closure. So I'd definitely love to see that. Hopefully it could happen because Hawkeye definitely does some unfinished business with Wanda in terms of helping her out. Because right now Wanda's going down a very dark road and we're going to see that dark road in the next Doctor Strange movie. I just hope Hawkeye can come in and help her out. But we'll see what happens. But anyways, episode 5 next week is going to be a major episode. We have two episodes left in Hawkeye. After that, we do not know what the future holds for Hawkeye in the MCU. I hope this is not his last run as Hawkeye. There have been rumors he might die in the series. I think that's way too dark for this kind of series. So I definitely do hope that Hawkeye has a future in the MCU beyond this series. Now, what drink am I pairing with this episode of Hawkeye? Well, just like last week, it's going to be a bourbon. And name that bourbon is Jefferson's Ocean. It's an ocean aged at sea bourbon. I had this bourbon over at the Whiskey Fest in San Francisco just recently. It's an excellent bourbon. I loved it. I had a good talk with distillers from Kentucky. An excellent bourbon you got to check out. It's definitely available on their website. And that's jeffersonsbourbon.com. This is a great bourbon. You got to check it out. Believe me. This bourbon is aboard the deck of a ship and barrels of Jefferson's Ocean Bourbon. It went to 25 ports on five continents and across the equator twice. This bourbon is aged at sea after a fantastic voyage all around the world for an epic adventure. Adventure. You can even order this bourbon online off their website and they were fulfilled by Reserve Bar. The smell of this whiskey bourbon is of salted popcorn with tropical fruit and the flavor is excellent with also more salted caramel popcorn and tropical fruit and the finish most of all has a warm with a warm viscous with a hint of brickness and the flavor in the finish but definitely this is a bourbon worth checking out. I love the bottle. It has a picture of a ship on there with the globe all around the world all the continents on the bottle. It's like a blend of straight bourbon whiskeys and with a very small batch so definitely check out this bourbon jefferson's ocean aged at sea and that is the bourbon 
and drink on pairing to this recent episode of Hawkeye. Because you know, Hawkeye, he went all around the world when he was an Avenger, especially during Ultron. When Age of Ultron was going on, that was a crazy-ass film. I remember watching the movie and the impact and, and how it changed my life. You know, the Avengers and the MCU changed my life and made me who I am as a person. And Hawkeye has played a major role in that. So definitely this is a right bourbon pairing for Hawkeye because he's been all around the world in all these epic adventures. And this bourbon, Jefferson's Bourbon Aged at Sea, fits his profile. This bourbon's been all around the world in epic adventure just like Hawkeye. So I definitely do see this bourbon called Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea is the appropriate drink pairing for Hawkeye this recent episode of Hawkeye. So do check out this bourbon. You will not be disappointed. And that shall do for me in this edition of Brew Distilled on the Brew Distilled podcast. I'll be back next time with more recap of Hawkeye episode 5. And also do check out the NFL recap episode as well, where I've been recapping this year's NFL season. Go out there and enjoy some beer, get some good bourbon, whiskey, enjoy the holidays, Christmas is coming. Do go out there and enjoy that season of Christmas. I am your host, DJ Monte Ale. And do check out other editions here of Brew Distilled if you're into other MCU shows and other beers of interest and whiskeys and bourbons of interest. And also do wait till 2022. I got some big ideas for 2022 for the Brew Stilled podcast. I'll have more details later on that later this month in terms of where this podcast is going to year 2022. So do be on the lookout for that as well. I'm Rose Digimonte Ale. I'll see you all next time. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Cheers.